listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. And you know, one thing that was good last night, I, I don't, I didn't hear much of anything about any problems at polling places in terms of unrest or violence or things like that. Yeah, there was like one guy in North Carolina showed up with a gun. Um, but he was arrested mm-hmm. as well. He should have been. Yeah. So it was funny because a friend of mine in Boston was like, hey, do you guys just, uh, you know, because everybody, their perception of what goes on here in Arizona, do you guys just shoot out the chads with your AR-15s? And I said, yeah, that's exactly how it yes, works. Exactly. That's how it works yep. here. Yeah. Yep. In the saloons that we yeah, vote yeah, in. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> I don't even think we have chads anymore aside no, from not no. being allowed to bring guns to the polls. No, it was interesting. My, uh, um, by the way, we're celebrating today with Pass the Dutchie uh, because <laughs> marijuana has been legalized in Arizona. Yep. So yep. if we could enact that uh, that proposition as soon as possible, that would be good. Uh, I went to the polls yesterday. It was great. Uh, by the way, if, if nobody has said this yet, thank you to the volunteers and everybody that have worked all the voting booths and the polls and the people that are counting votes and all the things that come with it because those people, again, are volunteers and they give up their time and it couldn't have been smoother. I was in and out in less than 10 minutes yesterday. Uh, I went to what I felt was a safe voting environment, the Mesa Baptist Church. Okay. Because you can go anywhere. You could go anywhere in the county. So that's where I was right. driving by and I noticed there was no par- uh, no, you know, no issue with parking that said vote a key. I was like, hell yeah. Yeah, I went to the Tolleson YMCA. Yeah. So <laughs> I take a drive. Yeah, why not? So <laughs> it was a beautiful day. Uh, uh, so I walk in and they, you know, they they basically, you, you took your ID and you, you scanned it in front of a computer and then they print out your ballot down at the end of the gymnasium area, uh, hand you a Sharpie and send you on your way to the, the little, like, uh, cardboard cubicle that you sit in to fill out your votes. So you, you fill everything in. Now, I found it interesting because some people have asked about this. And I actually checked. You used a felt tip pen. They were giving you felt tip pens to fill in, you know, fill in the little blanks. And you can't yeah. color outside the lines because, duh. But the felt tip pen, the ink bled through the ballot a couple of times. All right. So if you flip the ballot over, you saw little dots on the other side of the ballot. And you right. say to yourself, well, how does that affect the other side voting? It doesn't because none of those dots lined up. I noticed the way the ballot was laid out. If the, the card reader is supposed to read a pattern, and if the dots weren't where they were supposed to be, they weren't going to get read. I put yeah. it in the little machine. It says ballot accepted, and they handed me my I voted sticker and a donut. Which, yeah, kind of getting back at Krispy Kreme. Yeah. Krispy Kreme was giving out I voted stickers yesterday, yep. which doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Along with free donuts. So they just flipped the flipped the script there on them. Yeah. So I got, you know, I, I got into So thank you to all of the people that worked in the polls, the volunteers that, that made sure that democracy was uh, executed properly here in Arizona yesterday. It was great. Now that you mentioned donuts, we're right back around at legalized marijuana. Hell yeah. <laughs> Well, one positive this morning, you'll find our airwaves completely free of political advertising. So Yeah, you got that going for you, which, which is, is nice. nice. Yeah, Although yeah. we don't know uh, what's going on uh, with regard to the election. It's still going to take a day or two, maybe three, to, to figure out what's happening. Um, we we know so, how we feel, though, right? Yeah. We feel exhausted. Yeah, everybody is. wiped out. Yeah, everybody is sort of tired and, and sort of on eggshells, and we don't know the answer, and we don't know what's going to happen. And quite frankly, it feels like Monday. Yeah, it feels like it, Monday it before we actually had the election. We we just don't know what's going to happen. But when it's all said and done, um, you know, we'll move forward. Everybody will move forward. We'll figure uh, out what's going to go on. You know, Randy Scott, our midday gal, posted something yesterday online. You know, if the if the election were a song, what song <laughs> would it be? You know, the, when you say the election, like the whole process, the last six months or so, you know, yeah. Um, 
one but you know one response to that was the final countdown by Europe. All which, right, which does it very, very, very makes you know very much makes sense. I would say comfortably numb. <laughs> you know, I just kind of sit all back right. and just kind of go, all right, whatever. Well, there's a couple other Pink Floyd songs I could think of. One would be Us and Them, right? Us and that's them the way everybody, looks, everybody, at the, everybody yeah. looks at their vote, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as you know, as divided as we've been, um, it's this has not helped. You know, not knowing what's going to happen for the next couple of days, it just drag. But it's 2020. What do we expect? If we expect something easy right. to happen, nothing, right. nothing that has happened this year has been simple, easy, or or solvable instantly. No, it's all so, been completely you know, insane. We'll work it out. So uh, phone number is 480-470-KSLX if you, uh, you know, if you wanted to chip in a song that uh, that sort of sim- symbolizes and typifies the election what by we all don't. means. What, what, what can we do for you? Oh, hey, I just wanted to toss my uh, my suggestion in. Go oh, for the song? If, if you're going with Pink Floyd, yeah. why not Brain Damage? Yeah, brain damage. brain damage Eclipse, yeah, that, that just sort of makes sense. Yeah, brain that, Damage um, absolutely yeah. fits. No, he's absolutely right. <laughs> no, he's uh, right. So. There's, a, there's a song by the band Extreme that I really like that, uh, that, that encompasses it. It's called When I'm President. Okay. Which is about how they're going to, you know, whoever the person is that's going to be president. Oh, I'm going to change everything. Things are going to be different. And we, we don't know. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen. We were asking, you know, if you could describe the election as a song. Yeah. What song would it be? Highway to hell. <laughs> because we're the ones that are in that car. We're the ones that have to go through all the crap after all this is said and done. Yeah, I, you I know, suppose he's right. I, see, I, I don't see it that way. I don't, I'm not. I'm not as fatalistic as some people are. I, I just think whatever happens, happens, man. And we're going to move forward. Everything's going to be fine. I want to be sedated. Every, by yeah, the see, that makes sense. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's I, what the I, medical marijuana is. That's what the recreational marijuana is yeah. for, right? I drink alone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, yes. I mean, it all it all sort of fits. It all sort of fits. But I'm, you know, I'm not. It's weird. There's this sense of 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 morose morbidity that's going on that that I just. I'm like, it's going to be fine. We're going to be fine. We're America. Everything is going to happen. And, and who, no matter who wins, we get up, we go to work, we we'll we'll persevere. We'll be fine. Here's another good suggestion. This is a song that never ends. It goes on and on, my friend. <laughs> oh, boy. Do you know that? It's a kid's song. No. This is the song that never ends. It just goes on and on, my friend. Someone started singing it, and I, I can't remember the name of it. I don't it, know. It goes, yeah, in, don't it know goes in a circle, just in a circle. Is it like 99, 99 bottles of beer in the wall type deal? Yes, except the lyrics never change, not even the number. Oh, so it's a small world after all. Something like that. Yes, exactly. It goes around and around in a circle like that. It's from a, I think it's from a kid's show. All right. to do something this morning that was really cool you could go to kslx.com look for the graphic of the tex earnhardt memorial food drive it's right at the mostly top of the page right pretty much right there and click on that and donate some money to saint mary's food bank you would be providing at least temporarily some food security for somebody when we say food security what we're talking about is not worrying about where your next meal's coming yeah, from there's nothing like the feeling of a nice full belly you know, when you've eaten a good meal, how how great you feel after you've eaten a good meal, unless you go for, you know, fourths. Yes. Then, <laughs> in the middle of that, you're like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. But um, what we're talking about here is, is the food drive we're going to do on Saturday, but we're giving you a head start. So easy. Just go online and donate to St. Mary's Food Bank. And yeah. We, you know, like we've talked about, like... 
what was the thing that I know your mom didn't do a ton of cooking, but what was the thing that she made? Or maybe she did. What was? Oh the no, thing my that mom she did made? a lot of cooking because we couldn't afford to eat out anywhere. So what was the thing that like you were like? Oh my god, I can't wait to have that tonight. Moms. Lasagna. Okay. My mother's lasagna. Yeah. My mom made she. I mean, she made her sauce all the way from scratch. You know, uh, and I have the recipe. You've had the sauce. Yeah, yeah, it's good. The sauce is phenomenal. And then she would hand lay out the you know the lasagna. She would mix up her own ricotta and mozzarella. You know, blended her own way. It was insane. And because it's lasagna, it sat like lead. So you didn't need that much of it to be full. Right. And that you know most people have those memories. And people should have those memories. So that's one of the things we're trying to provide. Like, you know, mine is my mom made a kick-ass pepper steak. It was like oh, yeah. kind of yeah. Asian, but it was like peppers, onions, and, and these strips of really tender steak in this like sort of soy sauce sauce. It was phenomenal. Here's another one that was, that was cheap because we were poor. It was cheap. You went and you got, uh, you bought a couple of uh, baked potatoes, you know, potatoes, you would bake them yeah. up and you get some, uh, uh, Morton's or banquet pot pies, chicken pot pies, mm-hmm. bake a couple of those up because you get two for a buck, take those up and serve them over baked potato. Yeah. A little salt and pepper. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Now, you're a kid, and, and especially wintertime. When you were a kid, you didn't know if it was simple or if it was kind of sort of jerry-rigged together. You didn't care. And, and you it didn't was care the how feeling much, you got from yeah, it. Yeah. It didn't, didn't matter how much it cost. It yeah. wasn't about money and it wasn't about luxury. It was about eating. Like uh, <laughs> from from Arizona's family, Nicole Kreitz, who's, uh, who's on in the afternoon. Yeah. She's a nice, really very nice woman. Um, you know, she has a memory also of what her mom used to make. For when they weren't feeling well. The ginger chicken cabbage soup was something that she would always make anytime somebody in the household was sick or something. She would put a big pot on and tell us, okay, I put extra ginger in it. Make sure you lean over it, sniff it in. And it just brings back such memories of like comfort and warmth and home and love. Wouldn't you yeah. rather provide that to somebody than having them worried about where their next meal is from? Yeah. And, and that's the great thing about St. Mary's Food Bank is they're there to do that. They do it every day. And uh, to be honest, with you, they're getting 25% more uh, patronage now every day than they used to get because obviously we've had a very tough year economically and financially and obviously health-wise. So it would be great if you could help us raise enough money. We like to put some money and meals together. We want to get 365,000 meals. Yeah, uh, That's a that's 1,000 meals a day for a year. Yeah, that's our goal. So you can help us, whether it be Saturday when we're at the bashes at 7th Street in Missouri or whether it be right now, like in the next two minutes. Yeah. You could go to kslx.com and donate to St. Mary's. Thank you for doing so and we'll See you on Saturday. We're actually uh, on the phone behind the scenes uh, talking with a a gentleman named George Califf who uh, runs a company called Data Orbital, and they do survey research which yeah. is when which your is, phone rings when your phone rings it's it's, it's a guy, polling i'm conducting a poll yeah i and and george i am absolutely shocked that in 2020 when everybody has caller id yeah you can still get people to talk to you for a poll on the phone uh, they do you would honestly be shocked at the number of people that will spend a heck of a lot of time and i've done surveys that are 45 questions that are super detailed and you'll get people of every age category old young men women and everyone in between all right so you you got it fairly right here in arizona but yeah, i mean were, i mean let, accurate. yeah but let's be honest the, the pollsters around the country were way off is it because People weren't answering honestly, or was it like the goof vote? Which way did that go? Are they messing with you? Are they screwing with you? I, I think that's a big possibility. I also think, look, it's it's pretty it's getting pretty difficult for pollsters to predict what's going to happen on election day. I think that they think something's going on, and then it's a wholly different uh, scenario. And I think people just don't want to tell pollsters who they're voting for. 
now that uh, recreational marijuana has passed in the state of Arizona, will you be partaking until we work this out? <laughs> Uh, will I be partaking on the uh, thing? I'm probably more likely to partake in whiskey than I am in, uh, in marijuana. Yeah, right. wow. Well, thank you, George. I'm sure not while you're working. Yeah. Uh, but, and- yeah, Data Orbital is his company. And yeah. I, I'm i actually amazed. I'm stunned that if you are somebody who calls people and asks poll questions and stuff, that you can still get people to do it. I'm amazed at how inaccurate these polls are. Like, like I mean, let's face it. The past couple of elections and the past couple of uh, big, like, survey deals when they say, well, well, you know, this is what the polls say. They couldn't have been more wrong. I no, mean, exactly. They've been, they've been so wrong. I, I wonder what's the validity of bothering to take any of these polls yeah. anymore. And do you ever answer a phone call now where, no. you where you don't recognize the number? No. And, and usually if they call and they say, hey, I'm conducting research, I get out of it. I go, hey, I, I work in the media. Because technically you and I can't answer these polls if it's media research because we work in the media. Unless we want to do the goof vote. Yeah, unless you want to create the goof vote, which, yeah. could, which is why people get it so wrong. And it can affect elections. It can affect participation and all that stuff. Yeah. We used to be such an innocent country. Now we're we're, we're very cynical. It's it's so bad, man. It is what it is. (laughs) Because we are who we are. It's Mark and Neanderthals. Dumbass of the day. All right. So this one happened uh, early Friday in Portland, Oregon. All right. Did you see Oregon just decriminalized hard drugs? Well, let's read this. Let's check this story out and see if it's a good idea or not. All right. So uh, in Portland, uh, this one involves 28-year-old Anthony Gates of Portland, who has a bit of a heroin habit. Okay. Well, timing is everything. He's chasing that dragon there. Yeah. yeah, He's on a horse. He's riding a horse. Yep. Doing the smack. The hard Mm -hmm. stuff. The good stuff. High-end stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so early Friday morning, Anthony was driving a minivan on Interstate 5 and wound up losing control of the vehicle. All right. Uh, one of the problems was that Anthony wasn't all that familiar with the vehicle because he had just stolen it. Okay, from the well, family. understandable. First time driving a new yeah. vehicle, you tend to be a little bit <laughs> squirrely. So Anthony crashed into the guardrail. All right. Skidded to a stop. He's pretty shaken up, but luckily for him, there are good Samaritans in the world. A guy pulled over to check up on him and was nice enough to call 911 for Anthony. Which gave nice Anthony just enough time to steal that guy's truck while he was on the phone with his back turned calling 911. This is a living edition of Grand Theft Auto, the it's, video yeah, game. This is fantastic. Yeah. But again, Watch. Anthony, I guess, not being real familiar with the vehicle. Driving is not his thing. It's really not. Not for you, Anthony. Sorry. He lost control of the vehicle, leaving the road, rolling down an embankment. And from there, Anthony fled on foot, crashing a retirement home where pretty much every resident called 911. <laughs> he took off from there and was later corralled by state troopers on a golf course. Why was he on a golf course? He was he was looking for some place to go. It was, you know, this was nighttime, so nobody was there. This, but, says, uh, this is all starting to sound like the chase at the end of the Blues Brothers. It, yeah, it, it does a little, a little bit. bit. Yep. We're in a truck. You can see his glorious mugshot on the Mark and Neanderthal Facebook page with dried blood on his face, Jeez. a black eye, and a cervical collar. It's pathetic. He's and, got a cervix? And you'll love it. So Anthony Gates from Portland, Oregon, where they just decriminalized hard drugs. <laughs> There's your Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. Too little, too late. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. And it was sponsored by, as the dumbass of the day is... By Roadrunner Harley-Davidson. They're brand new. They're at 159th Avenue in McDowell in Goodyear. (laughs) 
you know, we've got our buddy Mark Burnovich, the Attorney General, on the phone with us. And, oh, sure, yeah. You know, there's yeah. a lot of lot of uncertainty and so forth yeah. with the election. Normally, I would give him a different walk-up music, but uh, we have uh, we've we've legalized recreational marijuana. That's the one certainty in, in, in the state of Arizona. So That's one of the certainties. We're going to pass the duchy with the Attorney General. Hey, Berno. When can we start smoking pot legally in the state of Arizona? Yes, you're no longer having to go to your chiropractor or naturopath for one of those uh, uh, scripts, as they call it. Dr. Reefers might be out of business. There is a legitimate question now. Obviously, recreational marijuana is a thing. Um, how close to schools and or neighborhoods and stuff like that? Like, what are the what are the parameters about that? Let's let's assuage people's concerns. Well, there are restrictions. Um, there's geographical restrictions on how many dispensaries you can have, and even in a certain geographical area. The way it was written, it was designed to the people that currently have existing medical marijuana dispensaries. They would get precedence and preference, and um, you know, being able to distribute the recreational marijuana. So, I don't know if we want to do an hour-long special on ganj, reef, whatever you guys are calling it this day these days. Just a, that was kind of a joke. Medicine. Um, it's medicine. Yes, medicine. I'm sorry, medicine, yes. Mary Jane, or is that a 70s term? Yeah, that's um, 70s. <laughs> what will happen is they, they still have to get a, a license. They still have to go through a procedure. It, the initiative way it reads is it's going to start in January where they're going to start issuing these. But then the, you'd um, if you have an existing medical facility, if you're doing medical marijuana, you would get a preference. And so you'd still have to submit an application, but you would get a preference. And you still do get a citation for bogarting that joint. <laughs> um, do you remember? Um, was it uh, Will, uh, Little Feet? They yeah, the song. That's right. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Don't Trust Bogart that me. joint, my friend. Bo- yes. Yes. yes, this exactly. is our Attorney yes. General, everybody. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> this is our Attorney General, very familiar with obscure Little Feet songs. Yeah, and and and, and the guy that that just gave us the roadmap. To relaxation. <laughs> That's right. Berno, hang, hang with on us. the line. Hang on, Berno. We don't have time to go on all morning with but, you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, interestingly, the percentage that I saw last night, it's probably changed a little bit since then, was 60% in favor of legal recreational pot, 40% against us. What's the biggest landslide you can think of in presidential election history? Oh, it's it's like since Reagan. you've been alive. It's Reagan, Reagan Mondale, Reagan and Reagan, Mondale, Reagan and Mondale. Yeah. yeah, it was it was a forty nine states to one or something like that. Yes, right? it was. Um, Reagan had fifty eight point eight percent of the popular vote, so his landslide was not actually as impressive as legal marijuana as a recreational <laughs> substance. As, as impressive as that landslide, so it was. We know what we want here in the state of Arizona. Win. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I don't think it takes effect. Uh, officially until March of 2021. Um, but I think you're right yeah, about that, that. That's when we'll be able to buy it recreationally. But, you, you know, go. obviously, um, you can still get you, your medical, I imagine, until then. And, yeah. And, and if you and if people bake cookies, then more power to them as well. And you know what? There was no real opposition to it this time because I think the people who were opposed to it last time figured out, okay, how do we make money if it goes legal? Yeah. it's heading that way, so they didn't oppose it so much this time. Well, uh, I guess that's the only thing we know is that pot will be legal, and hopefully by the time we can have recreational marijuana, we'll have a president decide it as well. <laughs> We've been talking to our attorney general, 
a friend of the program, Mark Bernovich, Berno for short. Right. And, uh, yeah, we've just been talking a little bit about the election last night and what to expect over the next couple of days and things like that. You know, it was interesting because there's a, uh, Berno, there's a, a video that's going around right now uh, that claims that Sharpies were handed out by, by polling people and that the Sharpie doesn't recognize the votes and that the votes weren't counted and all that stuff and that if you didn't use a ballpoint pen, it's nonsense. If there's a... If there's a fraud situation or like, you know, or an allegation uh, or, or an allegation or a voter intimidation or any of that stuff, what's like what's the attorney general's responsibility to deal with that? We have an election integrity unit. We created a hotline for law enforcement. You may have seen the story. Uh, in fact, I'm going to be on Channel 3 talking about this where, you know, our agents had. What are you big timing us? <laughs> are you big timing us? You go on TV? I am, yeah. Sorry, seriously. I got to move on to the next thing, guys. I hope <laughs> I hope when you run for governor, you you'll were, remember your friends. You were my, like, starter girlfriend. Oh, thanks. Uh, so. You'll never forget your first. Oh, boy. Yes. We're getting yes, shoved but, to the um, side now. We're like guys, we're like the wife that helped you through stuff. medical school, and then as soon as you become a doctor, you dump us and marry somebody younger. <laughs> we're the parsley on your plate. Just push us to the side for the good stuff. Yes. Hey, oh, I, was that the TV station calling? Sorry, guys. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> what a joke. Jerk. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. in all seriousness, the, uh, the it depends on what the challenges are. I remember last time after the last election, there was people saying, "Oh my God, we found ballots in garbage cans," or "Oh, there's ballots pre-filled out." And we had agents go out and question people, and they're like, "Well, I didn't actually witness that; somebody else witnessed it." And right. you know, you run it to ground, and there's like rumors and hearsay, and that's why I just always say you got to be really, really careful. Um, there was even people last time that you know were throwing out assertions. It, it's tough and nowadays you know with the 24-hour news cycle you know it's just everyone gets all asked up and it's just like everyone just needs to calm down and try to look at it rationally and you just got to understand that we're all in this together as america it's americans as my daughter says we're americans not americans oh that's nice out of the mouth like of that. babes listen I to that like that one all right burno um you know what here's it we're at we're at a situation where it's going to take a couple of days to know what's happening yeah um I, what i love about burno is he he said the same thing that we've all been saying and that is everybody take a breath it's going to be fine yep what will be an odd day yeah we, nobody we, knows whether to celebrate or cry well we don't there's still there's still a whole bunch of uh races that haven't been been called for the presidency and so i think the way they've got it right now i don't know if it's official i mean nothing's official because until it's certified but it appears that 224 to 213 is the score if you're keeping yeah. score 224 blue 213 red and we don't know what's going to happen um i mean in pennsylvania the governor of pennsylvania said they may not even know the result today and yeah. understand that their state constitution allows for three days after the election as long as everything was postmarked by election day Three days afterwards, everything can be counted. So, and so we don't know what's going to happen there. So we had been talking earlier to our attorney general, Mark Bernovich. And he left us for television because he had to big time us. Yeah, he big timed us totally. Yeah. yeah. But he left us with some good words of advice about how to react and so forth. Look, anybody can be a good winner. Like, right, if you win, it's easy to be gracious. And, hey, you know, I won or whatever. But, you know, the true true character is when things don't go your way and how do you react. And one of the things that 
I hope we have this election cycle is not only gracious winners, you know, people that, you know, aren't throwing it in your face, you know, spiking the football, so to speak, but also that we have gracious losers. And I'm not to get too philosophical with you guys, but, you know, in this country, we have this, you know, great tradition where we use, we settle our differences two ways. One is via the First Amendment with arguments, discussions, even funny radio shows like your guys's. And the second part is through elections, and people have to have confidence and faith in the system. And so, you know, we, you just can't go around throwing assertions that, you know, this is crooked or fraud, you know, unless you have evidence of it. And just, you know, just accept the results and, you know, move on to the next one. Yeah. If, words of wisdom. If there are legitimate improprieties or allegations of impropriety, they'll be investigated and, and we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out. And, and but when it's all said and done, no matter who wins and loses in this situation, tomorrow we all get to get up. Go to work if we're lucky enough to have a job. Get up, go to work, uh, pay our bills. I mean, and life moves forward. America goes, we, we move on. As they say, the sun will rise tomorrow. And nobody knows that better than people who live in Arizona. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. 